What? College matters. What? College, college matters. matters. Really? For sure. College matters. Alma, Alma matters. So, for me personally, I want this. I want to appear in every one of my courses. For yeah. College and even just community colleges in general. I, I try as much as I can to get the word out about these careers and how rewarding they are. I mean, it is. It's it's really easy to just teach. It is. I, I did it for years. You know, you walk in, yeah. you have your PowerPoint, you teach, you leave, and that's it. But, you know, cures and even just undergraduate research in general, they have meaning. You know, they're impactful to their overall education. That is Heather Townsend, professor of biology at the Community College of Rhode Island. Hello, I'm your host, Venkat Raman. As an undergraduate, Professor Townsend was only able to be part of a small research project. Unfortunately, only a select number of students were able to participate in research. Today, Professor Townsend is championing CURE, course-based undergraduate research experience in her department and across CCRI so that an entire class of students can experience research, not just a select few. Professor Townsend joins us on our podcast to talk about undergraduate research at CCRI, about CURE, re-engineering courses for research, evangelizing research, the impact of research, and advice for high schoolers. Now. Before we jump into the podcast, here are the high fives, five highlights from the podcast. I had this amazing professor. He was a fantastic mentor, and he allowed me to contribute to a small research project that he was doing on goats. And mm-hmm. I started to realize, like, wow, this is really, this is really cool to, to have a hand in a research project. Cures. Yeah. And it stands mm-hmm. for a course-based undergraduate research experience. And mm-hmm. so the really cool thing about CURES is that they're meant to include all students. So again, if we think back to my undergraduate career, the mm-hmm. students that were, you know, handpicked to do research. And in CURES, mm-hmm. it's the entire class. I, I I tweak it every every semester I work on it. Every semester I incorporate something new. It I and I took one semester to really think about this and say, okay, how, how are we gonna take what aspects can I take out of the lab and then add mm-hmm. in this process? Next semester I implemented it and I, I mm-hmm. wanna just kind of hit the ground running and try to get it in as quickly as I could. They do not have a growth mindset. They are very mm-hmm. stuck with, you know, this is out of my comfort zone. This is not something I think I can do. And by the end, truly, they can be scientists. And I make mm-hmm. that, I really make that a big part of the end point that you, you're a scientist. So again, when I went into school, I thought it was just a four-year degree and I was done. And it's important to understand there's, there's more after that if you want it. Uh, for, you know, for your education and making connections. These were the high fives brought to you by College Matters. Alma Matters. Matters.
Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. For my newsletter, visit almamatters.substack.com. Now, I'm sure you want to hear the entire podcast with Professor Townsend. So without further ado, here is Professor Heather Townsend. And uh, if you're ready, we can jump right into it. Oh, yeah. Let's just go. We're good. Awesome. (laughs) Cool. So maybe the best place to start is... uh, Maybe you can tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I'd love to. I grew up in Rhode Island, uh, born and raised. Mm-hmm. I grew, went to the University of Rhode Island and pursued mm-hmm. a Bachelor of Science in Animal Medical Sciences. I really wanted to work in herpetology and work with and crocodiles. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I, once I was there, I sought out a master's program and I went to the University of Florida and got mm-hmm. my master's of science and my PhD. So when I was there, I did my thesis and dissertation alligator fungal disease. So mm-hmm. I kind of had my two loves. I loved animals and I also loved microbes. So it was kind of mm-hmm. this cool collection of both of them. <laughs> it was yeah, so, uh, and now I'm at the community college of Rhode Island. I've been there for since 2005. I was there part-time for a few years and then I went to full-time and I teach mm-hmm. a variety of, co- of courses biology, organismal biology. I teach a human health and disease course. And mm-hmm. then aside from my teaching, I also serve on awards that are geared towards research for students and just making sure that my students have really the best uh, education that they can have. When did research become important to you? So when I was at the University of Rhode Island for my undergraduate, um, it only a select number of students were ever able to participate in research. It was usually mm-hmm. the students that had like the PA and were in kind of these higher level courses. Mm-hmm. And so I really didn't have a ton of experience in undergrad. I had this amazing professor. He was a fantastic mentor and he allowed me to contribute to a small research project that he was doing on goats. And mm-hmm to realize like wow this is really this is really cool to, to have a hand in a research project and at that point mm-hmm. I didn't even know what graduate school was I didn't even mm-hmm. know you could go on after a bachelor's I didn't really have a lot of uh you know I wasn't really steered in that way ever through undergrad and so and mm-hmm. that's when it really started to foster a desire to explore more than just books right <laughs> not just sure. more than just kind of subjects and textbooks I it really was a pivotal point to want to do more for research. So I, you know, when I went to UF, I, I was pretty underprepared uh, to conduct mm-hmm. research and even for a master's. Mm-hmm. Just, and so it mm-hmm. took me a little bit longer to complete those degrees. And mm-hmm. yeah, like, I, I really didn't have some of the beginning skills. So when I started at CCRI, I looked at my students and I realized it was pretty much a lot like my experience. I just really thought, well, it's just the nature of being at a community college, um, just because it's pretty Community colleges in general do not have a lot of opportunities of research. So mm-hmm. it wasn't until I had an opportunity later that I could bring research to my students at that level that I really had a change in my mindset. Tell us about uh, what, you know, what made that undergraduate research at CCRI happen. I mean, what was that event or opportunity? So in 2015, I was approached by a colleague to attend a summer institute. You'd go to a university. In this case, I went to the University of Texas. And it was mm-hmm. 
intense five-day period to do something Mm -hmm. new pedagogically in your class. And so Mm -hmm. this particular one in 2015 was a summer institute that around bringing undergraduate research to entire courses. And Mm -hmm. I will tell you that at this point in my career, at this point, I had been at CSTRI for about 10 years. I was there for about five years at full time at that point. And I'd never even heard about undergraduate research for whole courses, never mind level. I I did not even think it was possible. And Mm -hmm. this research was looking at incorporating cures. So C-U-R-S-E-S. Cures. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. stands for a course-based undergraduate research experience. And mm-hmm. so the really cool thing about CURES is that they're meant to include all students. So again, if we think back to my undergraduate career, the mm-hmm. students that were, you know, handpicked to do research. And in CURES, mm-hmm. it's the entire class that all students can really participate in this high impact practice. Uh, mm-hmm. The cures are not only research embedded into the course, but the whole class participates. Great collaboration. The engagement is amazing. And mm-hmm. really understand to, you know, they learn how to conduct research, what research methodology is. And sure. even more is communicate that to outside sources. All of my students have to participate in the end in a poster presentation where they present it to the CCRI community. So, mm-hmm. you know, when I developed this cure, I went to this institute and I developed a cure specifically for my microbiology course. And mm-hmm. so I redesigned my entire lab so that students mm-hmm. are getting the skills and the content they need for the course. But then mm-hmm. they're also, in addition, doing this research project. And sure. the one that we, we really look at is looking at antimicrobial activity of spices. So they have Mm -hmm. to research what spices have antimicrobial properties, and then we test them Mm -hmm. six different bacterial species. As you were talking about this, I was thinking, how long did it take to re-engineer your course? You said um, you applied it to microbiology, you redesigned that course. How how long did that take? (laughs) It works. So okay. I, I, I tweak it every, every semester I work on it. Every semester I incorporate something new. And I took one semester to really think about this and say, okay, how, how are we going to take, what aspects can I take out of the lab? And then add mm-hmm. next semester, I implemented it. And I, I mm-hmm. want to just kind of hit the ground running and try to get it in as quickly as I could. And mm-hmm. so every, every semester since then, with the exception of the pandemic, when we were all online, sure my sure. students have been doing it and like I said I add new components in so this particularly I was involved in a fellowship to incorporate ethics research ethics and the importance of mm-hmm. ethics into cure mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. I you know, had a whole new module that I put in where students had to understand why it was important to have ethical considerations in research and so I think every semester even though I'd like to say it's done like I'm adding something new every semester of course of course I mean you know stepwise refinement now um now but but you'd say it probably took you about a semester plus to to re-engineer the course in this case right by right or was it okay yes how do you evangelize this within ccri how did you kind of get other people to do this 
Um, it's it's. I'm gonna say I I try as well as as much as I can. <laughs> I am um I. I will offer to give uh, different types of seminars to to people that want to actually implement this. I do mm -hmm. a lot on the national level, like I do a lot of conferences. Um, I I think it's important that we incorporate this, or maybe even not just a cure, but a high impact practice into all of our courses. Um, the specifically the cures and how it really brings a whole entire course together um, for a new faculty orientation seminar where I go in one mm -hmm. day and I talk to faculty that were just hired about the importance about the steps to improve things they have to consider and mm -hmm. uh, I hope you know and try to disseminate that information as well. Now um, you know this is spreading um, within at least within your department right I mean other other courses are getting cures friendly right? Uh not so much. Not so <laughs> I, much. Okay. No, it's it's not. It's a. Um, I think there's a lot of colleges that have specifically mm -hmm. four-year colleges. A lot of professors do not teach as many courses, so that they do have yeah. a lot of time to incorporate research. But unfortunately, at, at you know at a community college, we just don't. Overall, professors don't have enough time. I mean, that it really mm -hmm. does take a lot of extra personal time to incorporate and to develop you know, a cure or any type of research project for students. Now, uh, you've been doing this um, for about five years now, four or five years, roughly, um, or maybe a little more than that, um, incorporating research. Now, how, what, what's, what's kind of the impact on students? What, what are you seeing that's different from, say, the students you first taught maybe in the first 10 years or so? Yeah. So they, when they first come into my class and I tell them that they have this extra problem, I mean, absolute deer in headlights, they say, what, 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 why, am I, why am I even here? Is there another course I can, I can transfer into? Uh, why, you know, what is she making me do? And so I, I really thoughtfully have the first day just be about the importance of this to them, their benefits. Mm -hmm. And I promise you at the end of the semester, you're going to look back and you're going to be really, really happy with what you which you did and what you overcame. And student-wise, the first thing that comes to mind is confidence. Mm -hmm. Students become so confident over the semester as they project. They, they do not have a growth mindset. They are very mm -hmm. stuck with, you know, this is out of my comfort zone. This is not something I think I can do. And by the end, truly, they can be scientists. And I make mm -hmm. that I really make that a big part of the end point that you, you're a scientist. This is literally the process you would have taken if you mm -hmm. were in your own research lab. They make mm -hmm. connections, they make connections mm -hmm. with others. Are they all, I mean, is each student doing a different thing or are they doing similar things in terms of the projects or research? So for this, for my micro class, they're all working on a same overall project. So they have to... Okay look at spices and if they have antimicrobial effects. So can they in essence kill bacteria? But I have mm -hmm. them working in smaller groups, mm -hmm. two and four. And so each mm -hmm. group picks their own spice. So then it becomes almost mm -hmm. like a competition on whose spice yeah. is better. And so they're <laughs> into it because they, I've had students say that they feel like it's Christmas, the day of the result, because they mm -hmm. can't wait to get in and see how well their spice fares 
for that period that we had chosen. So, but at the end of the semester, not only are they using each other's data to compare mm -hmm. the different types of, you know, uh, that the experts have created, but then they yeah. also are, need to look at past semesters. So I have an entire mm -hmm. Excel sheet where they have their data and then compare it to other semesters so that there's this also this ownership to it where they say, wow, what I'm doing, my friends that take her class next semester will be using my, my research and my data. So it's pretty interesting mm -hmm. when they come in and they see that. Have you seen any change in trajectory in these students? I mean, maybe it's, you know, just been five, seven years, but, um, it, and it's hard to tell, I know this, uh, but in your opinion, do you think that these students who, um, you know, may not have thought about research or may not have thought about, you know, I'm assuming a lot of them go to a four-year school from here, um, how, how has that changed or has there been any impact in that uh, regard? So it's a great question. So a lot of my students are actually in the, uh, the health services, allied health science trajectory. Yeah. So a lot of them don't go on to four years. They're going into either nursing or respiratory therapy or dental hygiene. And mm -hmm. I know that those different careers, the different um, one of those majors that they do have yeah some sort of research project. So I've had students come back many times and say, I'm so thankful we did this. I felt so much more prepared for the program. I have had students that take my course and say, I would never have thought I would have loved micro. And so mm -hmm. I would love to think that some of those students do go on and take this research and the skills that they've learned in my course and do really get excited about it. So let, let me ask you this question then. What, what do you need to do to make this more pervasive? I mean, across different courses and maybe across the community college. I have made it my personal journey to incorporate a cure into every one of my courses. Mm -hmm. So this semester is the first semester I'm implementing an online asynchronous cure. Uh, that mm -hmm. is looking, having students look at invasive species and their range distributions mm -hmm. over time. Mm -hmm. Use digitized natural history collections. And so this is my first semester doing that in that course, um, which is proving to be, oh, my first semester is always a learning, a learning curve. Yeah. But it, it's sure. a great, students are having a great time with it. And then specifically, I have two honor students that are working with me mm -hmm. this semester where mm -hmm. I'm looking at developing a cure human health and disease course that's going to look at vector-borne diseases and their range mm -hmm. expansions due to climate change. Um, and I would love to note that my two honor students that I have are actually both high school students. They're both taking the, wow. you know, high school classes and college classes, and they uh -huh. both uh -huh. approach amazing students, you know, really dedicated and excited to do research. And so for me personally, I want this, I want to cure in every one of my courses. For yeah. College, uh, and even just community colleges in general, I, I try as much as I can to get the word out about these cures and how rewarding they are. I mean, it is, it's, it's really easy to just teach. It is. I, I did it for years. You know, you walk in, yeah. you have your PowerPoint, you teach, you leave, and that's it. But, you know, cures and even just undergraduate research in general, they have meaning. You know, they're impactful to their overall education. It, it's really important for me to, to know that this extra time that we're putting in does have this bigger meaning. 
So I would, you know, as much as I can, I attend conferences, I look at the new faculty orientation to tell other faculty, you know, how to do this and that it's, it, it is work, but it's, it's really great work. So very good. So um, before we sort of sign off here, um, what kind of advice would you give high school students about research, about getting ready for college and about the importance of research? Uh, so I have a few that I can think of. Uh, first yeah. is go out of your comfort zone. <laughs> it, yeah. it's go out, that's the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. Going out of your comfort zone, finding a professor that does some research and asking them mm -hmm. to work in their lab. Participate mm -hmm. in as many internships and externships as you can, you know, knowing mm -hmm. that a lot of them will not be paid, which I know yeah. is a yeah. deterrent, but I think they, they offer so much value, not even, not even just to your career or to your education, but understanding what you may want to do with your life. You know, for me, a lot of the mm -hmm. internships I did in undergrad really drove me to, to where I am and mm -hmm. showed me exactly what to do with my life as well. Uh, look at long-term aspirations. So again, when I went into school, I thought it was just a four-year degree and I was done. And it's important to understand there's, there's more after that if you want it uh, for, you know, for your education and making connections, you know, mm -hmm. talking to them about wanting to do research or getting into the field. I think a lot of faculty are so excited to students that may want to pursue that path. No, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. So, Heather, um, I commend you for the work that you're doing, and thank you so much for taking the time and sharing with us, and I hope to sort of catch up with you again, and I'm sure by that time, there'll be more departments certainly using doing undergraduate research. So, with that, I thank you again. Take care. Be safe. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi again. Hope you enjoyed our podcast with Professor Heather Townsend of CCRI about undergraduate research. Specifically, Professor Townsend covered the importance of undergraduate research, cure course-based undergraduate research experience, re-engineering courses and labs, impact on students, and finally, advice to high schoolers. I hope you pursue research during your undergraduate years and check out CCRI. For your questions or comments on this podcast, please email podcast at almamatters.io. Thank you all so much for listening to our podcast today. Transcripts for this podcast and previous podcasts are on almamatters.io forward slash podcasts. To stay connected with us, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or visit anchor.fm forward slash alma matters to check us out. Till we meet again, take care and be safe. Thank you. College Matters. Alma, alma Matters. matters.